This is Three Valleys radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. Space to win in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you'd found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand in return for grace It's a beautiful day Sky falls, you feel like It's a beautiful day To make it away On the road Hello and good evening and welcome to Glover's Inquisition This is your chance to find out what makes your favourite player tick. It's a beautiful day to In the hot seat today, we've got Miles Hibbelite. Okay, Miles. Well, look, first of all, um, ironic, really, I saw my first ever football match at Brentford. So I used to live near, well, I used to live in Ealing, which I'm sure you're aware of up there. Yeah, um, that's where my school t- was. Yeah. Tell us, tell us um, you know, how did you start with Brentford? How did you get involved with them? Um, initially, I was uh, I was on trial with um, Redden. And I was travelling through to Reading quite a few times to train with them. Um, and I had a chat with my old coach, uh, uh, like Sunday league coach, saying that I wanted to, you know, move to a club that was closer to home. Yeah. Uh, and be involved, be involved, uh, hopefully within like a, a Brentford or a QPR setup, as that was pretty much on my doorsteps for mm. local teams. And they all both, they both had good academies. So, um, Fortunately, the one of the coaches had a good link with Brentford, um, and they asked me to come down and to go on trial. Um, I spent three days there. I've trialed from uh, Thursday till Saturday. Um, I had two training sessions on the fir- I had training sessions Thursday and a Friday. Then I had the game on the Saturday, where I remember my dad and um, my dad, my little brother, and. Uh, and my dad, little brother, and everyone on that side of the family came to watch, and um, I scored five in that game. Um, Is that all? Yeah, five <laughs> goals, five goals. So um, I still wasn't even confident that I was going to sign with them because of even scoring those five. But as soon as the game finished, the the director of the like head of academy director um, came up to me, Ozzy Banjo, and he just basically said to me, um, "Yeah, we're going to offer you a deal." Um, and at the time, they just offered me an under-16s contract, but they had told my youth team coach that they were going to offer me a scholarship as well. Mm. But I never found that out until a bit later down the line with um, with uh, once I started playing more games for them. Yeah. And then, yeah, from my Brentford time, I went, as soon as I signed as an under-16, tra- training every Tuesday and Thursday, um, I got asked to go and play. I got, I got called up for the under-18s. And that's when I first met uh, the manager, the the gaffer now, um, Darren So. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So what what was his his role up at Brentford then? He was the under 18s manager. Oh right. Um, 
and he yeah had a good team he had a lot of his players that he has uh, that he had in the team have all gone professional yeah um, the majority of them are going professional I believe they still all play and most of them play in some of the top leagues uh, well played a lot of them play league one league two and um, others are playing in the championship and some abroad so um, yeah it was it was good for me um, I enjoyed playing with them uh, it was an experience um because the boys are a lot bigger and, uh, you know, you've got to move the ball a lot quicker when I was younger because I was more used to maybe dribbling a bit too much and stuff like that mm. as a young kid because you just enjoy playing with the ball. But then as soon as you get older, with older boys, you've got to move it a lot quicker. They're stronger than you, faster, some of them. Um, and, yeah, you just got to be a lot more wiser. But I remember, I think it was my first game there and we played Luton and I just remember... <laughs> be uh, the game when we were, we were losing we didn't start too well and I just remember Darren be, like you know the gaffer kicking off about a certain situation <laughs> us not starting well and all the boys needing to pick up on their performances so you know from then on I was always I was always on my toes with everything that I'd done there um, and yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed my experience, experience there got my scholarship um, towards the end um, and I played pretty much every game for the under-18s and uh, started most of the games for the under-21s, 23s at that time. Mm. So looking at the, um, I've got the old Wikipedia sheet out on you, um, it seems like 2013-14 you sort of flitted around a little bit, Southall, Brentford, Tamworth, Hazen, Yedding, Burnham. Burnham, is that where Burnham Beaches is? Uh, no, I don't believe it's that one. I don't no, believe it. I think it's no. Burnham near Slough. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but that that was a that was the time just after I'd been released from mm. uh Brentford, yeah. And that was probably the hardest time in my, my career because we had a long chat, me, my brother, um, my dad after the meeting at Brentford when I had got released. Um, because I was confident that I was going to get signed there. Um, Obviously, that, uh, the, the the gaffer, Darren, wasn't the manager at the time. Mm. Uh, it was another guy called John D'Souza. But I was very confident that I was going to get a deal and be offered a pro there. Um, and when I found out I wasn't and we had the meeting, um, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of maybe fell out of love with football a bit and I kind of just didn't want to play, didn't want to do anything. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, fortunately enough, uh, I have a lot of friends and family who were within football that obviously seen that I wasn't doing anything and I wasn't involved and I wasn't playing for a couple for a month or so. So they basically said to me, if you want, you can come and train with us um, and just get your fitness up before you go to another club or a club um, at any time. Just, you know, feel free to come and join. So I went and trained with uh, Tamworth. I trained with just, just it was more or less training. It wasn't so much looking to sign there because that's not what I wanted to do at all. No. I knew I was, I knew I wanted to fall back into an under twenty three setup, academy setup, mm. and develop that way. Um, but Burnham was where I had my longest time because the man, the the manager of Burnham, um, Robin, Robin Madison, who's the actual guy that got me to Brentford at the same time. He's the one. Yeah, he, he worked at Brentford when I was there, and I signed as a scholarship and as a. Uh, well, when I signed at Brentford, he actually got his deal at Brentford as well. So we both signed at the same time. He was coach, and I was uh, one of the players. But he went and managed Burnham for a while, and he was like to me, Miles, you know, I just want you to enjoy football again and get your confidence back after yeah. Sort you of know, a, come, and tra- come and train with us. A sort of a mentor then, really? Yeah, very yeah. good mentor for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I see him every time I'm back as well. But um, yeah. he he took me there and he just he used to pick me up for training every day and just we used to go mm. there. Fell back in love with it. And then we had the chat again and I was like, well, I think I'm at the stage now where I want to get back into the under-23 setup. Now, those of you who listen to the show every week will know that we always have some music selections chosen by the players themselves, and uh, this week's no different. Miles Hippolyte has chosen five songs, which we should be playing throughout the interview. And this is the first one, which is called World in Action. That, do you remember the one that John Barnes did with uh, a group called New Order? So this is uh, World in Action.
Well, that was World in Action with New Order. So let's get back to Miles. Okay, well, so 2014, suddenly Scotland became a part of your life and you, you obviously signed on for Livingston. How did that come about? So um, initially I'd obviously gone on trial to uh, Sheffield Wednesday and I'd spent, um, I spent a week, I spent my first week there um, and I trained from Monday till till Friday. My brother actually came up and spent the whole week with me, which was quite good. A little bit of a bonding time. Yeah. Me and we didn't really spend that much time together, but like with my football, no one else could go with me to Sheffield. So my brother came and stayed. Um, we stayed in a hotel. I think it was called The Rock or something like that. It was right next to the Sheffield Wednesday Stadium. And um, we'd travel in every day to go there. And he loved the, he loved the ground, the training ground and everything like that. Um, I loved it too. So then we played a game on the Saturday and surprisingly I scored five in that game as well. You got a thing with five, haven't you? Yeah, on, <laughs> especially if I'm on trial, I've got a thing with five. So um, <laughs> I scored five in that and uh, I just remember like my brother looking over to me saying like thumbs up, he says you've done the job, that's what we needed. And then the Lee Bullen, the under 23s manager, I think he's assistant now <clears throat> for the first team at Sheffield Wednesday, he um came over spoke to my brother said like you know we would love to have him back um we want to we want to see if we can work with him going forward um and i was like yeah that would be brilliant um i was very very happy to do that so i came back and stayed another week uh, another week or two with them before um <clears throat> they went and made their decision and they just it was very it wasn't like a normal decision that you would have of we're not going to sign you or we're not going to take you it was actually we would like to have you here However, I only feel obliged to offer you this, this to give you this offer and chance to maybe go and start your career right now in Scotland with a professional team playing against big teams such as Rangers, Hearts and Hibs. And you'll be playing against them within uh, nearly every other week. And you'll be getting uh, you'll get more money than what you'll have here as a as an under twenty threes player, and you'll be having professional professional games now. Um, so he kind of gave me the option of whether you'd like to stay here at um, Sheffield Wednesday and be part of this system. You'll probably be in under twenty threes. You probably won't be playing first team as much in your first year. Um, however, you can go play in Scotland, and you know you know kind of it's, it's up to you where you want to take it from there. If you go to Scotland. So uh, he was the one that actually passed along um, Livingston for me. Mm-hmm. And um, you obviously said yes and went. Yeah, I, I well, initially I said no, um, but I had spoken to a few people, agents-wise and stuff like that, and they had said to me, go up there and go, have, go see how it is. So I went up to Scotland for three days. I went Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday. Um, on the Friday... I spent two days, after two days, they offered me a contract um, and they offered me a year's deal. Um, it gave me, they offered me the year's deal, number 11 and everything, like stuff that I always met, like always loved number 11, which means a little bit to me. Mm. It's a sentimental thing. And then, um, yeah, I ended up coming back to Sheffield, spent another couple of days there. Then I traveled back up to Scotland and then I went back to Sheffield again. So I was traveling in between a, a fair bit. And then mm. um, the John McGlynn, the manager, uh, who's a very good manager for me, he helped me a lot with my career up in Scotland. Um, he called me and said, you know, I want a decision from you. He says, I'm really keen to work with you and so on. And I spoke to Lee Bullen and he said, that if I was you, I would take the opportunity to go up there and, you know, go and go and start your career, uh, start your career now. So... I ended up doing that. I moved up to Scotland and uh, that was the first club I went to was Levenston with uh, with John McGlynn. Well, according to this, you had over 50 appearances and three goals. Um, I don't know if that was in taking in cup games as well. I don't know. But but then, obviously, um, you moved no, on. I had, more, I had more in cup than I had in the league, yeah. yeah. Um, you moved on then, obviously, to uh, Falkirk and uh, 52 games there and 10 goals. So, obviously, things were on the up then, weren't they, by that time? Yeah, no. Uh, so my first year at Livingston, I fortunately won the Challenge Cup um, and we saved from relegation because that was a tough season. And the second season, um, I'd been performing quite well against Falkirk and I'd been performing quite well generally in the within the team. Um, and Falkirk uh, had, had got word that I was... That I was on my last year and that I was able to move manoeuvre and to, was going to be freed up to leave... Um, 
and they within I think it was the twenty eighth they found out the twenty ninth they put in an offer and then I ended up moving to um Falkirk and my that was my, my best time at Falkirk. I've I enjoyed every single per every single day there, every single person that was there was loving and kind. They all helped. It was a very family orientated club. Everyone was kind of looking after each other. Um and one of the benefits was you're winning every day, every every other game. So it was always a positive energy that was around the club and around the fans. So you never really seen the negative side no. of anything. Um, and that's what I was used to when I moved there. And um, I enjoyed I enjoyed my time there. Play, I got to the playoffs back to back in my first season, first and second season. Finished second in the league. Um, and yeah, it was a good it was a good um, a good time there. Good experience. Yeah. Okay, time for more music again, and this time we've got uh, a group called Nav with a song called Rallo. Do my thing, money tall, y'all mean. Set up done with bling, after one more ring. I just built a team. Of loyalty before they move, they gon' think about me. Swimming in the deep end, my neck I wet. When I'm sober, I don't feel like I'm at my best. Lift my doors, these hoes probably gon' break their neck. I did a lot of things that they ain't expect. A penny out of me, these hoes will never get. She said more powder, please, her nostrils turning red. I paid all my debts and I'm still getting checks. Pay attention, can't ignore every that they sent. I fucked most of these hoes the first time that we met. Had to move on, but I still got some regrets. I've been ballin', I've been hitting nothing but net. All of my people say that I was having sent. Fucked up the game, then let the Broadway reinvent. Bought my foreign cash, I ain't worried about it then. Tell we overdose X, so I represent. Got some racks now, I'm the one that they resent. I just bought a key, I just need some ammo I just took a taste, put the batch on down low All these rappers feet, I look up to Rallo I be stacking key, but it ain't round though Do my thing, money tall, y'all mean Said I'm done with bling, after one more ring I just built a team, off loyalty Before they move, they gon' think about me I take things that I should probably leave alone. I could deal with their hate, but fake shit I cannot condone. Your original was a fail, why would you wanna clone? All these rappers fairy tale telling and they know. Only got two ops left, I'll probably drop a bag on booth. I just got two new coats and I just popped the tag on booth. I just got two new hoes and if I want, I'll rag on booth. All my diamonds water, my chain underneath the boat. I'ma throw a private ceremony, me and money go on loop. I just bought a 40 point and chain your pendant on a rope. I've been trying to kill some habits, I don't know how to approach. Gotta keep faith, I ain't never leaving hope. I just bought a key, I just need some ammo. I just took a taste, put the batch on down low. All these rappers feet, I look up to Rallo. I've been stacking cake, but it ain't round though. Do my thing, money tall, y'all mean. Said I'm done with bling. After one more ring, I just built a team of loyalty. Before they move, they gon' think about me. Okay, well that was Nav with Rallo, but it might have been Rallo with Nav. I'm not really familiar with it, so as it shows. Anyway, let's get back to the Inquisition with Miles. Okay, then we moved on to 2018 St Mirren. Eight appearances there, according to Wikipedia. Does that sound about right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And then on to Dunfermline, where you had 31. What was Dunfermline like? Um, Dunfermline was, was all right, Um it was a weird, it was a weird experience going to Dunfermline. It was uh, obviously I'd gone to St Mirren from Falkirk with uh, Jack Ross being the manager, uh, who is now the the, the current um, Sunderland manager. Mm. And I initially went to St Mirren with the idea of you know wanting to play into the Premiership and being involved in the Premiership for next season after we won the league. Right. Um, so my aim was to play in the Scottish Premiership and to be involved in that 
Premiership team. Um, however, you know, football circumstances can change quite quickly. Mm. And, um, you know, Jack Ross went and took an opportunity, which, as you know, for him, which you can't turn down. And he went to uh, Sunderland, whereas, uh, you know, that left us, us boys and some of the new boys in a harder position because you haven't really played games yet or you haven't really been involved as much mm. and you're still new to the squad but you know a new manager could come in and have a different idea so Alan Stubbs that came in and his his mentality to us boys was that he was going to change the whole um, the whole team pretty much and he was going to bring in boys that he felt were capable to play in the league mm. and he didn't feel that any of us were capable to play in the league without you know kind of understanding that we had just won you know we had won mm the league and even for myself but for other boys that were included in the team they had just stormed the league by quite quite a distance um, a so when, the, when when that kind of period came up for movement um, I initially did not want to move I didn't want to go anywhere I wanted to stay and fight for my place and show that I was I was you know more mm. than capable enough to play in the premiership um, uh, as things got onto later stages, there was nothing ever being discussed about me moving on or me going anywhere. Um, and then the last couple of days to, before the, the transfer transfer window, we had heard that the family were interested in me, and that they had been putting in a, quite a few offers for me, or like you know just inquiring about me for the mm. last couple of seasons. And um, they came to uh, Saint Mirren with an offer, and to to take me. Um, Initially, I was still adamant that I wanted to stay, um, but I didn't feel the confidence and I didn't feel the, the the belief and trust that Alan Stubbs really wanted the manager at the time. So Alan Stubbs didn't wanted me to he wanted to play me or wanted me to be involved in the team. Yeah, um, I didn't really feel the same confidence. Uh, however, things could have been different if I had stayed, but I just took the took it upon myself to. To go and try try see how things would be at, at uh, Dunfermline and see if I can get promoted there, which you know didn't work out. To, didn't really go to plan. Um, we were we weren't we weren't uh, yeah it didn't really go to plan. We weren't good enough. Um, we didn't perform well enough as a team. Um, I didn't perform my, myself as an individual. But we uh, with the boys that we had in the dressing room, we should have done a lot better and um, finished a lot higher and. In the table than what we did um but yeah you have those seasons um and you know you live and learn from them that's all i can yeah. that's all i can really say on it okay more music again this time we've got mr bryson tilner with for however long Yeah. 
There we go, Bryson Tilner with For However Long. Not heard that one before, but uh, there we go, Miles loves it. So back to the Inquisition. Right, OK, so 2019, you came on trial, and I remember I saw I saw you play at Dorchester, I think, uh, and you scored a penalty from there, didn't you? Well, you, you won the penalty and scored it, didn't you, at Dorchester? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you, to me, you stood out straight away. Um, you just looked different, you know, I didn't know who you were, because at that point we didn't know. But um, uh, you you obviously linked up again with Daryl Sowell, so I mean, I take it that was the main reason why you came to Yeovil, obviously having got, you know, sailed through the uh, the trial game. Yeah, um, so initially, so me leaving, me, I still had another year in Scotland um, with my old club, Dunfermline, and I made the decision that I wanted to come back home. I had feeling that that way for quite a while um, and I had a serious chat with like my friends and family and uh, my agent at the time saying that I wanted to come back um, and it wasn't as easy trying to find clubs to come back to because it's, it's a Scottish league and English league you know they don't really they don't really have not as much respect but they don't really see it as being as challenging um, as some of the teams in the English league so me coming back here was quite tough but Fortunately, I ended up going to Bradford before I came in at um, I came in at Yeovil. I had two games there, played well. So one one of my first game, I uh, done quite well. Manager came up, said to me, "Yeah, we want to stay. You want you to stay with us for now. Um, you come and train with the first team, spend the full week with us, and then we'll play in another game." And I played another game against Brickhouse with the with with. Uh, Bradford won two penalties, scored two penalties, so had a bit of luck again. <laughs> like getting penalties, so I think it's a sign when you get two in a row, then something else will work out in the end. Didn't get uh, five though. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> I said you didn't get five though. Yeah, I didn't get five, but if I get penalties <laughs> back to back at two different clubs, something's going to work out. I can guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I played in that, and then um, we we had a discussion, um, and things were positive, and then for some reason. For some reason, things broke, uh, fell apart. I think it was due to the amount of players that they had um, and needing to have a bit of movement on players going in and out of the team. So the manager asked me if I wanted to stay and spend uh, and you know wait for movement and spend a week there, which I said no. I said I would rather you know try find try find the club and I want to be like you know sorted out now so that I can focus on this on the season uh, with on the season and the league with whatever team I'm at and uh, when we had spoken to we had spoken to Darren earlier before before all of this and he had said to me that he was looking to bring in this type of player and da, 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 da. and you know for me personally I seen that as a great opportunity for me to go and work with someone that knows me as a person, knows my character, knows how I am mentally and understands what I can bring to a game and what I can add to my footballing ability. And m- bigger than all of that is the trust factor. Um, a manager that trusts you and allows you to express yourself and play the way that you will, you you do. Um, and when I came to Yeovil, um, I had a long chat with Darren before even training, the first training session, and we had a chat. And he explained to me what he wants to achieve here and what I want. And I explained to him what I want to achieve. And um, from then on, it was just about me kind of performing and um, showing him that I'm I'm capable enough to, to do that on a week-in, week-out basis. And the first game, obviously, was the Dorchester game. Um, and I think I started left wing back in that game, which was not my type of not my position at all. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I'd be starting there. Uh, but... Darren and uh, the gaffer seemed to believe that I, you know, performed well. Um, said that quality-wise, that I didn't look out of place at all. Second half, obviously, winning the penalty, and then um, yeah, fortunately being able to take it, which I was laughing about the other day with uh, with one of the boys because I had said to um, Murphs, Murphs at the time <laughs> when I when I won the penalty, he obviously wanted to take it because he was, I think, the the first choice penalty taker. Right. I said to him. I said, Murphs, uh, I said, Murphs, I need to take this. He was like, what do you mean? I said, Murphs, I need to take this. It's the only way I'm going to get a contract. <laughs> and so he let me take it. He was like, all right, don't worry. And then ended up taking it and scored. So well, Good um, job you scored then, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, good job I scored. Good yeah. job I scored on that. And then um, first, and then we went into the second game, sorry. And then the second game was against Taunton. 
Um, and I started again left wing back, which I thought, which I didn't didn't think I was going to be playing that position. I thought I'd play a different position uh, to start with. But he played me left wing back, um, changed me in the game into another, into I think I was playing centre attacking mid or just behind the striker. Um, or yeah, I was playing. I think I was playing just behind the striker, which I felt good. Felt um, felt back to normal with attacking wise and being involved in attacking um, transitions and stuff like that. And I got the assist as well. So I left that game feeling quite confident that I would hopefully get offered something. We had a chat over the time being. And yeah, I ended up I ended up coming and signing for for Yeovil, which which has been very good so far. I know Yeovil's for me, I've always seen Yeovil as a big club. I mm. remember when they were in the championship, me and my brother used to talk about them um, when they were playing in the championship. Because a long time ago, um, not, well, not a long time ago, one of my old friends used to play um, great. One of my old friends used to play for Yeovil, so we always knew of them. And when they were in the championship, we always thought, you know, that would be a good team to go and play for. Time for some more music, uh, if you can call it that. Yeah, this one is uh, a really cheerful tune, really. Uh, it's called Murder on My Mind by a gentleman called YNW Melee. Never heard of him. YNW Melee with Murder on My Mind. And I'm not going to comment any further. And always knew of, always knew of Yorba and I always thought they were a good club to, to play for. So fortunately, I had the opportunity to come in to sign and mm. that, that, that was something that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so far, it's been brilliant. The fans have been great. Um, my brother, my dad, They've they've said like they can the fans are brilliant. They when they gone to games they've said yeah the fans are great. We've we've been up there with them watching them chant and stuff like that. Mm. It says like they really support you guys. Like they're traveling all over to come and support you guys. You look got make sure you're putting up performances for them. Yeah. Uh, and everything for me has been been great. Like, there's nothing I can complain about or say I haven't enjoyed so far. Good. I'm just wanting to achieve something which is you know winning the league. Um, that's something that I want to do. Um, and I'm sure the team want to do that as well. So hopefully we can get everything going right in the right way to achieve that. OK, well, we'll go on to these questions I've got now, the sort of ones you, you get regularly. And... <laughs> yeah. Good. OK, so let's let's try these in a minute. Um, you mentioned your brother. What's your brother's name? Uh, Michael Hippolyte. Michael, right, OK. Have you got any sisters or other brothers? Uh, I've got a little brother. I've got a step, a little stepsister and I've got a little brother. I've got a Joshua. Yeah. Joshua Hippolyte, my little one. Uh huh. Um, what car do you drive? Um, a Mercedes. Um, right. Where were we? Car. Um, uh, uh, what's your favourite food? Uh, Caribbean food. Right. 
which of course you come from you know you've got relatives over there i take it i see it says here grenada isn't it you but you um yeah grenada and st lucia i was i was called up to play for grenada for the last four years yeah yeah i haven't yet decided what i want to do so grenada and st lucia have called me up but i can i've spoken i'm from my family side we have scottish in us as well so i can qualify for scotland on my grand side right uh, granny and granddad's side so yeah. we're just waiting to see see what happens in uh, in the next two years i'll make my probably probably make my decision yeah okay um what's your favorite uh, holiday destination i'd say i had my favorite time probably miami okay um what football team do you, do you support in in the context of you know a football supporter? My brother's going to say that I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I'd say Arsenal. <laughs> well, we've all got a cross to bear. That's obviously yours. Uh, <laughs> um, where are we now? Favorite done food. What's your favorite drink? Ginger beer. Oh yeah, ginger beer. Ginger yeah. beer. Um, any particular style or manufacture of clothes that you wear as a as a you know habit? Um, Zara. Zara. Okay. Um, what sort of well, we'll come on to music in a minute, we'll leave that for a minute because you've got to give me some songs, I hope, in a minute. Um, what's your what was your very first team that you played for as a as a, as a nipper kind of thing, you know? But it was a team, team, uh, <clears throat> first team I ever played for it would be a team called IFA, but right. it was an independent called Independent Footballing Academy, but it was joined with Fulham, yeah, okay, uh, it was like a Fulham. One of the Fulham's like academies yeah. that they breed players from. Okay, what would what would you say has been your best manager through your career? Through my career, mm. uh, um, it's weird because I have I don't I can't pick one. I would say there's four managers that have all played big parts in my career on me like learning things, and then there's others that I I would not want as managers ever again. But there's four being my first at Livingston, John McGlynn, well Darren Soul. John McGlynn, um, Peter Houston, who overall is the biggest out of all of them that's helped me the most in my career. Um, he was my full cut manager. Um, and this, this kind of three to four months that I had with Jack Ross, I'd put Jack Ross up there as well. Okay. Um, what's the best stadium you've ever played at? Um, Rangers. Well, Ibrox Park. Ibrox, yeah. Yeah. Um, who's the best player you've ever played with? Uh, good question. Um, I would say... Oh, it's a hard one. So there's one boy in Scotland called Craig Sybil, then the other person is Alfie Mawson. Okay. So Alfie Mawson one... played for Swansea, didn't he? Yeah. yeah that yeah. Alfie Mawson and Craig Sybil, two different styles of players. One's a... Uh, Craig Sybil is an attacking, attacking player, but he's genuinely one of the best players I've seen technically and i just think he's in scotland he's, he's, he's different because everyone wouldn't when not many people would see him or know about his ability but alfie mawson because mm -hmm. i've seen him become like i've seen him from being an average defender uh in when we were younger and now being like an unbelievable player okay um best goal you've ever scored um probably my free kick against rangers okay um What's the biggest match you've ever played in? Biggest match I've ever played in? I'd probably have to say... I don't know. It's going to be a hard one. Um, the biggest match I played in, the playoffs... Actually, the playoff finals. Playoff finals with Fulkirk against Kilmarnock, where we lost 4-0, four, four I think it was. four. Yeah, 4-0. Okay. The playoff final, which we should have actually not had to play two games for a final. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, where are we? Worldwide, who's your favourite footballer? Who do you sort of look up to as a, an example to you? To me, um, Ronaldo and um, and I always like I always like Drogba. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Drogba, yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your best mate in football? In football, is in that Yeovil or is it no? Any, anywhere, any, any, you know, just football generally. Um, I would probably have to say my best mate in general. Yeah. Um, my cousin. My cousin called Ramon. Okay. Um, what's your favourite film? American Gangster. Okay. Or Goal 1. Yeah, or Goal 1. American Gangster or Goal 1, the two of them. Okay. And favourite film star? Uh, Male or female? Denzel Washington only. Yeah. Um, favourite TV programme? Favourite TV programme? Um, 
probably have to say power. Power, right. Yeah, power. Um, what else we got here? If you had a choice of meeting somebody, anybody, the world over, dead or alive, who would you want to meet? Question. <laughs> we do our best. That is a big question. Dead or alive? So while Miles ponders who he'd like to meet, we're going to slip in his last choice, which is uh, another one that I've not heard of. It's uh, called El Dorado, and it's by Ram Riddles. I thought El Dorado was a soap on BBC, but there we go. Who would I like to meet? Uh, probably Muhammad Ali or Nelson Nelson Mandela, one of the two of them. Okay. Same Muhammad Ali. Okay. Well, we're in the home straight now. There's only a few more to go. Um, they're just straightforward. Coke, Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Pepsi. Beer or lager? 
don't drink none of them. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I think I know the answer to this one. Mercedes or BMW? Yeah, Mercedes. Right. Um, do you play any other sport? Every sport. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Anything to particularly sort of float your boat? Uh, I'd say I'm not bad at, um, at basketball. Right, okay. Um, bu- 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 Mac or PC? Yeah, MacBook. Uh, steak or curry? I'd take a steak. Yeah, so would I. Good. <laughs> you have passed your test, my son. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant. Thanks for that, uh, Miles. So that was Miles Hippolyte being put through the Glover's Inquisition. So I do hope you've enjoyed it and uh, you will join us again next week when we will have another one of the team that we should be putting through his paces. Thank you very much for listening and cheerio for now. You have been listening to the Glover's Inquisition on Three Valleys Radio. Three Valleys radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park.